This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is Pax What She Said. Now, here's Perry Goldstein and Maggie Loney. Let's talk about the uh, the safety unit, because I think that is arguably the most needed position on this team going into next season. Just a lot up in the air. Adrian Amos is an unrestricted free agent. Darnell Savage, the Packers, obviously picked up his fifth-year option. But then you don't really have a lot of depth. It's Rudy Ford. And he's also a free agent. So (laughs) that position group could be entirely brand new. It's really wild. So I think there are two burning questions here. Three, maybe, that we can hit on. One is they've picked up Savage's fifth-year option, right? So their choices here are Savage is staying and starting or Savage is getting traded. And I think I know what your answer is, but curious what you think the Packers do. I think from a value perspective – there's no trade value there. So it looks like Darnell Savage is either going to be on the bench or on the field, but either way, he's on this roster. And the second burning question is, do they bring back Adrian Amos? Going into the season, I would have said that Adrian Amos was like the most likely candidate during the season to get an extension. You know, I thought that they, he would have been somebody in like the Preston Smith category where they locked him up either right before the season started or, you know, just got that deal done to solidify that secondary then we saw him struggle and we saw Darnell Savage struggle. And now I think that the Packers just kind of blow it up. I could maybe see Darnell Savage playing some nickel, but I don't think we're going to have any like true safety value out of Savage. And I love Adrian Amos as a player, but he's, he's had a down year and his, his contract, he was 9 million last season. And I think that's just too much for this roster to commit, which I think also makes it more frustrating that the Packers didn't invest very heavily in safety. You know, there were a lot of really good prospects in like that top 50 in the 2022 class. Packers ignored it. And yes, they picked up like Tariq Carpenter. So he's on the roster, but nobody that you'd really think right at this point would be a starter. Yeah. It's unfortunate because they think Adrian Amos had such a fantastic run with the Packers. He played easily his best ball. Um, the last, I think it's, well, they brought him in with Z and Preston. So since 2019 but this season he just looked a step slower not as sharp not always in you know we were so used to Adrian Amos always being in the right place the right time if he didn't even if he didn't show up on the stat sheet and unfortunately that player didn't return and so given the cap situation I I don't think that he's going to be back on the roster I also think you know the Packers need just like a complete overhaul with a little bit of like younger talent um but i agree with you that that means like this position is getting blown up (laughs) and they're going to need to maybe even draft two defensive backs in this draft now i can see a world where they bring rudy ford back same on a really really cheap deal um because he played well as that like third 
sometimes second safety when called upon. Um, And so if they don't want to rely heavily on young guys and they can't spend in free agency because we know that they don't have the money to do that, then that feels like an option. But I don't know if that's like my, that's not ideal. That, that, that's not the preferred option as well as I think that Rudy Ford played this season. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, I mean, I could see Rudy Ford kind of coming in and being that depth piece. I also wonder about, like, Dallin Lovett. You know, I know we saw his presence largely on special teams. He didn't really play a ton of safety, but if he is Rich Passaccia, assuming he's back and he doesn't land any of these coaching gigs that he's interviewing for, um, he's kind of a core teamer. So he's one of those people that I could see as, like, a rotational depth piece, but not somebody, arguably, that you would want to be your starting free or strong safety at um, in your defense. So. I think, you know, it's not really a position of need, but I'd be curious, you know, to just get your really quick thoughts on the state of the secondary as a whole. So we know Jair obviously had an all pro season, you know, say what you want about that, um, whether or not you believe that he truly did. Um, I know that was kind of controversial to some people. Um, then you've got Rasul Douglas, obviously it doesn't seem like he's going anywhere. Eric Stokes hopefully is able to come back and, uh, you know, look more like his his rookie season after a kind of tumultuous sophomore season before the injury. So Keyshawn Nixon should be back yeah. as well. So what do you think the depth looks like here? I mean, do you think safety is the concern and the cornerback position is going to be kind of the same? Or do you think we're going to see more of a rotation? No, I feel pretty solid about the cornerback position. Um, you know, obviously, Eric Stokes is now coming off a pretty rough injury. So I think it will depend on like where he is in his timeline. The Packers always go out and get a DB somewhere in this, in the draft. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if they took one high, it wouldn't surprise me if they took one late it, it just like no taking of corner safety would surprise me, but they do need to invest in the safety position at this point because it's like just officially a liability. So if it's, that's where they lean, I think Uh, That's my preference because I feel the cornerback position is a bit like locked up at this point. I agree with you. And Jerry Gray is one of those position coaches that I hope sticks around, you know, just because I think that he's brought a lot of value. And this isn't an episode to talk about the defense, but if the Packers, you know, are going to have a lot of these same pieces back, same coordinator, same position coaches, I think, you know, the players that they bring in are going to make a really significant impact on this, especially if, you know, yes. you're thinking that the scheme is maybe going to be the same. But any other quick thoughts on the defense before you shift to the offensive side of the ball? I think that there are going to be a number of big name safeties available in free agency. I wish that the Packers had the ability to go out and get someone like, like a Jordan Poyer you know, or a Jesse Bates, those both, I think, go back to the current teams that they're on at this point. I feel like they're probably priorities for them to resign. Same with like a Jimmy Ward. Um, But there's a lot of names on here that I think the Packers could potentially be interested in going after, you know, my guy who I wanted a couple of years ago, Jabril Peppers. There's, there are some guys out there that potentially could be in the more affordable range, but I think just the, 
outcome, if you will, you take away from this conversation is that the Packers are going to need an, an absolute injection of talent at this position in order for that secondary to operate at its best because you can have the best cornerbacks in the league, but if you're not getting safety help and your safeties are out of assignment are not athletic enough, can't cover, et cetera, it's not going to matter what Jair Alexander and Russell Douglas can do. Yeah. And I think there's, you know, we'll have multiple shows about this very topic, but I think there's a lot of really interesting names too, as far as, you know, who you can bring in. Adrian Amos was almost 30, but the Packers, like we said, historically like to have vets at the position to pair with rookies. And I don't necessarily see the Packers only having rookies or second year players as like their starting safety tandem. So there's got to be somebody on the market that the Packers would be interested in that shouldn't cost too much money for them. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 